Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. The Daily Dollop podcast is proudly brought to you by The Capital Chemist, Australia's premium community pharmacy where loyalty matters. On this two-part episode series of The Daily Dollop, I've got 12 healthy food hacks to help you build healthy eating habits that work for you. This is the final part. Welcome back to The Daily Dollop podcast, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the show today. We are finishing off the healthy food hacks series and I've got six more tips for you today. But I was thinking about my fun fact yesterday about underpants and I was thinking, you know what else really bugs me about just general underwear is bras. Oh, I hate bras and I only wear them because it's socially acceptable to wear them. And I mean, I could go around not wearing them if I I chose to. I shouldn't be dictated to, but I don't know. I really don't like wearing them. I find them really uncomfortable. But a fun fact about me is that when I was pregnant, I got really bad morning sickness. So I vomited like a trooper for pretty much the entire pregnancies for both my kids. But what I also experienced along with this morning sickness was anxiety and I would get panic attacks. But what would also happen, and I'm not quite sure if this is the panic attack or if it was just my rib cage expanding due to an expanding baby in my tummy is that my bras would feel tight and they would feel so tight that I would like freak out. Now that I think about it, it's probably more the panic attack, but I would have to, I would sit at my desk because I used to be a public servant while I was pregnant and I'd sort of try and discreetly like unclip my bra while I sat at my desk because I just felt it was tight and restricting me. Anyway, even after I've had my babies, Sometimes if I feel really, really stressed, I'm like, I've got to take this bra off. It's so tight and it's stressing me out. And anyway, does anyone else feel like that with bras? Oh, so annoying. It's the first thing that happens when I get home is take that sucker off. Anyway, that's enough oversharing from me. I don't know. I'd like to know though about if people feel like that about bras or if they really embrace them or if you found a super gorgeous, delicious bra that just feels good when you wear it. I don't know. Do they exist? I'd like to know. Let's invent one. Let's invent a great bra. But let's get on to the healthy food hacks today. So I've got six more tips. And I guess from the perspective of looking at long-term sustainable eating habits, these are just little tips and tricks really that can just help you stay prepped and organized and just make healthy healthy eating a little bit easier for you. So tip number seven is if you are a meat eater, is that you can marinate meat, chicken or fish and then freeze it in meal-sized portions. So choosing minimally processed whole foods is the way to go when it comes to eating animal products. But healthy eating is so much more enjoyable when you're eating food that you actually enjoy. And one of the best ways to bring enjoyment to food is by adding different flavours and keeping it varied and different. And so when it comes to eating whole food, meat, chicken and fish, everyone just sort of defaults to like steak and salad or, you know, chicken and vegetables and it becomes a bit boring. But thinking about how you might marinate or flavour 
your protein-rich food for your meal can completely change the course of the whole meal. And even if you keep the basics the same, so it's still chicken and it's still, you know, lettuce, cucumber, capsicum, but one day you're marinating the chicken in basil and lemon and garlic and oregano and balsamic, Mm. but then the next day you're marinating in chilli and lime and coriander and a little bit of coconut milk. Mm. So yummy. So... Try adding lamb and chicken pieces together with lemon, garlic, oregano or olive oil in a snaplock bag, um, a container and then freezing it. And then all you have to do is defrost it and cook, throw it on the barbecue. Another easy combo is Moroccan spice mix, olive oil and lemon juice. So you just buy the pre-made Moroccan spice mix and it's amazing. Um, lime juice, soy sauce and ginger is also another winning combo that you can add. So give them a go. It's a great way, particularly over summer if you barbecue a lot or, um, yeah, you just want something easy to throw together at the end of the day. Just that little bit of prep earlier on in the week just goes such a long way. So tip number eight is mash an avocado with lemon juice, salt and pepper and keep it in the fridge in an airtight container. And then you have a delicious, healthy spread for your next piece of toast or cracker. Or one of my most favourite snacks, I'm totally making this tonight when I get home, is this guacamole and just with some lovely, original, like really nice, good quality corn chips, maybe a salsa. Yummy, so good. And in fact, keep that guacamole for your next nachos or Mexican dish. Yum. I love it. It's a really nice way to eat avocado. Seriously, just the addition of lemon, salt and pepper. Blow you away. So good. And then if you're feeling fancy, you can add garlic, onion, tomato, mix all that through, make it chunky. So good. Tip number nine is store your fruit and vegetables in peak fresh bags. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to peak fresh bags. They are these green bags that I discovered many, many years ago. And essentially what they do is they filter out the ethylene gas that is produced by ripening fruits and vegetables, which then cause other fruits and vegetables around them to ripen. So what you want to do is store your fruit and vegetables individually in these bags in your crisper. So I have, you know, my capsicums in one, my carrots in another. I usually put things like cucumber and broccolini together in the one bag. They seem to get along okay. Right. Green beans in another. And it just stays them sees them staying much, much fresher for longer in the crisper. So rather than lasting five, six days in the crisper, I get 10 to 12 days out of them, which makes such a big difference. Particularly if I have planned my meals for the whole week, I know that my vegetables are going to last. There's nothing worse than doing a meal plan and then getting to day six or seven and your veggies haven't made it. They haven't made it to the end of the week. But certainly tip number 10 helps with this is that you keep your fridge, freezer and pantry stocked with healthy whole food staples that have a longer shelf life. So then by the end of the week, once your fresh stuff has run out, you've still got some really great staples there to pull together a nice, healthy, easy meal. And it just means that you've always got something quick and easy on hand. So think foods like canned beans, chickpeas, lentils, corn kernels, Tin salmon, tuna, sardines, eggs, popcorn, frozen berries, frozen vegetables, ricotta and cottage cheese, natural yogurt, oats, raw nuts and seeds, all really healthy foods, nutritious, 
great to throw into different meals that have a really nice long shelf life either in the pantry, freezer or fridge um, that then you can rely on um, to pull meals together. I also have a small addiction to Tupperware pantry containers. The addiction is not alive and well right now in that I don't actively purchase Tupperware these days. And in fact, I haven't purchased Tupperware for like, I don't know, 10 years, ages. But back in the day, I went to a Tupperware party. I think I actually hosted it and I bought so much. I think over $2,000 worth. Seriously, I feel, mm. it was before we had kids. We were on two incomes. Happy days. Anyway, that Tupperware is still in my pantry. So it was an investment. And I now can tell my husband, because it's been, gosh, a good 15, 16 years. Mm, that long, 14? I don't know. It's been a while, over 10 years since I bought that Tupperware. And it's still going strong in my pantry, storing all my food. So excellent. I mean, I saved him money, really, if you think about it. Anyway, but those kinds of containers plastic containers, the Tupperware containers, glass containers, jars. Yeah, they can be expensive to buy, but if you get really good quality ones, they can be a really good investment into your pantry and a really great way to store your food. And when I do my grocery shop, all I have to do is check the fridge, freezer pantry and write my list based on the containers that are running low. Um, And then I've got the perishable items, obviously, that we eat through each week, my fresh fruit and veggies, and then my shopping list is done, which is super cool. makes things really easy for me. Tip number 11 is making your own muesli. Now, I frequently get asked about breakfast cereals and what's the best choice and, you know, should I be worried about the added sugar, etc. And I don't have much time to talk about this, but if it really does concern you and you've got time, make your own breakfast cereal. So, and just focus on keeping it nourishing. So you can... um easily buy the raw ingredients in bulk, which will actually save you a lot of money and then create a muesli that's super individualized to you. So oats, nuts, seeds, coconut, dried fruit, um, puffed rice, other puffed whole grains, sky's the limit. And there's some really great like bulk whole food shops now that you can go in and buy all of the ingredients, you can make up a raw muesli mix, which is basically just your rolled oats, nuts and seeds and whatever combo you like. And it's a more natural muesli. Or you can toast it and use just a little bit of honey, maybe some coconut oil. I've actually used peanut butter before. So nice. Melt it all down with a bit of boiling water and then toss that through. Bake it in the oven. I do have some cool, actually, granola and make your own muesli recipes on the Healthy Eating Hubs website. So check that out after this. But it's a really great way of, one, creating a muesli that you really like to eat, um, but two, controlling the addition of things um, that you like. But certainly know that if making your own muesli is not your jam, the majority of the mueslis on the market today, yes, they have a little bit of added sugar, but it is absolutely not something to worry about And it makes it taste delicious and be enjoyable while you're getting in all of those lovely nutritious foods. So certainly don't stress. And if you are curious about a particular brand, just reach out to me on social. I would be happy to help. Last tip, tip number 12 for the food hacks, which is one of my favorites, and it is make vegetables easy. Don't overcomplicate the veg. It's got to be easy or you're not going to do it regularly and they are the cornerstone of a healthy diet. 
Absolutely, no doubt about it. So think about different ways that you can include vegetables into your day. Here are a couple of my tips. Tip number one is chop up a big bowl of salad, right? A bag of washed mixed leaves, whole cucumber, whole capsicum, whole carrot, whole punnet of cherry tomatoes. It will literally take you less than five minutes to chop that up. If you have average chopping skills, literally time yourself, max 10 minutes if you've got really poor chopping skills. It just feels like a lot of effort, but it actually, if you time yourself doing it and you just focus on the job, won't take you much time at all. It will cost you less than $15 and then you will have an easy vegetable side that you can add to everything. And depending on how many people you have in your household, that big bowl of salad can last you to, I would say max three days before it will start to go a bit slimy. But what you can do is don't put any dressing on it. Just get a piece of paper towel, fold it up and just place it in the bottom of the bowl underneath the salad some cling wrap or in an airtight container, pop it in the fridge and that will just absorb any moisture in there um, and keep it less slimy. But that's a really great way. Another thing that I always have on hand is green beans and broccolini because I can blanch them, which means just cover in boiling water, let it sit there for three to four minutes and then they're easy, good to go, right? I can serve them with pretty much any meal. Frozen veggies in your freezer is really, really cooked, Uh, really, really cooked, is really, really easy to just quickly cook up. Another thing that is great idea to do is have a container of chopped capsicum, carrot, beans, broccoli, right? And then you can easily throw them into a wok for a stir fry, or you've got potato, pumpkin, carrot, zucchini, beetroot, all chopped up, just chuck that into a tray and roast it. Or even better, if you like, I don't even want to chop the vegetables, Kate, is just check out the pre-chopped vegetables section of your supermarket these days. We are so blessed to have this convenience and you've got so much option there. And you might think, yeah, but it's not good and it's a bit old and well, yeah, that's the price you pay for not chopping it yourself fresh. So there is a small payoff, which is your choice. You either chop it fresh and it's a little less dry and wilty, or if you want the convenience of just walking into a supermarket and getting yourself a bag of chopped vegetables, great. So that's it. That's it for today's show. That's it for the 12 hacks. I hope they have helped you. The idea is is to incorporate small, healthy, easy behaviours into your lifestyle to make healthy eating who you are and what you do not something that you try to do or get stressed about. Well, that's it for today. Have a great day and we'll catch you next time. A big thank you to The Capital Chemist and The Daily Dollop In Crowd for their continued support of our show. We couldn't do this without them. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and if you love what you're hearing, please leave us a review.